Welcome to a Lunch with Biggie, a podcast about small business and creatives sharing their stories and inspiring you. My guest today is chilling it in the sweet life of tacos. Tacos, you say? Yes, as in ice cream tacos. And no, not the taco variety ones. This is like small batch liquid nitrogen ice cream tacos that has its life together. And it's not going anywhere, so don't you worry about it. Please welcome the owner and creator of Chillin' Tacos Ice Cream Taqueria, Dylan Tyson. What's going on, Dylan? It's going great, thank you for having me. You're very welcome, man, very welcome. so tell me a little bit about, well, first off, let's ask the first question. What's your, what's your favorite lunch? What's your go-to sandwich? Uh, well, favorite lunch is tacos. I'm a taco connoisseur yep. of all kinds. Um, sandwich, it depends. Are we including burgers or? Not including burgers. Okay. Then if it's not burgers, then a good banh mi. Okay. Yeah. Very cool. What kind of tacos out of curiosity? Um, birria. I love, uh, Al Pastor is probably just the go-to for sure. Yeah. Can't, you can't, go, can't go wrong. With can't go wrong with that. Can't go wrong with that. All right. So let's talk a little bit about, um, chilling tacos. Tell people a little bit about the story, um, about how you came up with the idea of doing this. Cause you already mentioned that you love tacos. Yeah. Um, I, that's probably my favorite food. I think it is a uh, perfect example of uh, delicious, uh, delicious food dish. Um, so I, uh, after I graduated uh, college with my degree, I was kind of struggling with figuring out what I wanted to do with uh, actual passion. So mm-hmm. I realized I wanted to do something in food because I've had a lot of experience in that industry and I'm passionate about it. So, and I love tacos, like I said before, and I knew that Orlando had plenty of options for tacos already. It was in the it was pretty saturated with regular taco options. And then one, one day, just the idea of ice cream taqueria kind of popped into my head. And, uh, once I thought of that, I was like, that's it. That's, that's what I need to do. Um, and I kind of did a little research and looked around the country and obviously I'm not the first one to do ice cream tacos. Everybody knows, uh, Chaco tacos, RIP. Um, but I, from my research, I noticed that I could have done it. I can do it a different way. Uh, basically what my mission is, is to try to create a better vessel for serving ice cream in. Cause I always got bothered with ice cream cones. It's like, it doesn't, doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. You're, you're, you're either compromising the vessel that you're eating it in and trying to eat like a piece of the cone with the ice cream and the toppings, or you just don't get a composed bite every time. So I kind of just thought a better vessel for eating ice cream would be in taco form. You kind of get a bite of the cone, the ice cream, the toppings, and the sprinkles, yeah. every bite. And what's different with my tacos than everybody else's on the market from what I see is, for one, you can actually like put them down, which is impossible with the ice cream cone. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that's a really uh, nice perk for it. And it's easy to package, too. I can, yeah. I can put like a six-pack of tacos in a box, and it looks beautiful, and uh, they travel well. Um, I'm actually shocked sometimes how well they travel. Like I, I've, I've had people tell me like they had to drive an hour home and they just go home, put it back in the freezer, let it firm up a bit. And it's just like perfect. That's awesome, man. Yeah. What? And so you, and so let's talk a little bit about, cause that was, that was one of the big things that I, I absolutely loved. One was the fact that you realized, Hey, how can I do something different based on what I love? Um, to me, that's something that I think is very interesting. Cause like you could have just been like, Hey, I'm going to open a taco place. 
um, and you didn't. You kind of like were like, what can the what is something that the market doesn't, and what can I actually do? So it's very similar to how I am. Like I wanted to do a sandwich shop, but I was like, I'm not doing a sandwich shop. That's why I wanted to do a clothing brand. So mm-hmm. um, I definitely appreciate when you kind of you kind of start thinking like, how wh- what can I do? Where's where's there a, uh, an area like a deficiency in the market or something different that I can do? Yeah. Um, which I think is awesome that you that you kind of did that. I also love the fact that. Um, from my research that I've seen is that you, you took your time, um, doing this because obviously like after you graduated, you took your time. I I think I read somewhere you took almost a year to kind of do everything from figuring out the recipe, how to figure out how to make it. Um, I know one way that you do it differently is the liquid nitrogen. Mm -hmm. Uh, so I kind of wanted to hear a little bit more about that aspect, like how you went through that process of trying to figure it out. Cause, um, obviously I don't, I don't know if you've ever used liquid nitrogen before uh, and things like that. And like, tell me a little bit about how you kind of like R and D it and then what your thought process was of going and getting everything, you know, kind of right and set up right properly the right way. And even though it took a little bit of time to do it, but you wanted to do it because you wanted to do it the right way. Yeah. I mean, I, I started off with uh, a $20 uh, ice cream machine I found on Facebook marketplace for my R and D stuff when I was just making very small batches and it took me, took me about a year to actually figure out the technique and process that I, I use, um, to make my tacos. And then I, when I actually opened up the business, I just bought two, uh, countertop commercial grade, uh, ice cream machines, which weren't really super big. I, I, it would take me a whole night just to, uh, run two gallons through them, uh, because they were just so small. And I had uh, one of the mentors that I came to when I first uh, thought of this concept and I sat down with him and uh, pitched him my idea. And he actually did liquid nitrogen ice cream uh, for for his product. And he kind of told me about how better quality the product is when you do it that way and uh, much less time consuming. So uh, I actually purchased the nitrogen equipment from him when he had some available and what took me... uh, all night to do two gallons. I can do uh, three gallons in 30 minutes now. Gee whiz. Yeah. So that's awesome. Basically, usually I'll, I'll run about uh, my capacity like daily. I can do three gallons of ice cream. That makes about 100 tacos, give or take. So that's awesome. Yeah. Very, very cool. So then that talk a little bit about the mentor part of it. Was it one of those things that you were kind of like, obviously, I knew you were. I knew, I knew you kind of, and from what I've, and from what I've read and researched, like I know, obviously like, like you mentioned, you got the degree, um, and you kind of were like, Hey, this is, I don't really want to be in the off corporate office life. I, I like the food business. Um, so obviously you met a lot of people being in the food industry, working in the food industry. Was it you finding the mentor? Was it just something that someone you kind of, it just kind of came up or you just, how did, how did all that come about? Um, I mean, I've, I, there's, I, I have several, uh, I consider mentors uh, in my life, uh, from, uh, from, uh, chef Chico from Ben bomb before he passed, he was uh, a, a major influence on me. I worked with him on the truck for several years before he opened up the brick and mortar. Um, uh, also, uh, the chicken guys, uh, yeah. Hoy, he's, uh, he's a big mentor of mine as well as Joe. Um, those guys are, um, have, have really helped me out, uh, with getting my business started and giving me advice. And, um, my, uh, my friend Ralph, who was my mentor, uh, for like the ice cream side, uh, I basically just messaged him one day. I was like, Hey, I have, uh, this idea for ice cream. 
uh, let me buy you lunch and run some stuff yeah. by you. And he was totally, uh, totally all about it. So it's really, I, it's really important to surround yourself and have a, have, build a network of strong mentors that actually are invested in your success as well. No, I think that's, I think that's important. I think, it, and I think we tend to forget that a lot of times when you're starting this to be able to kind of reach out to some of the folks and everyone's got a little bit of something to be able to kind of contribute or help you through along the way. So I definitely think that that's, uh, that's, that's awesome. I'm just amazed by the whole idea the fact that you can make so many, um, ice cream tacos with liquid nitrogen and how quick it went. Um, and is it something hard to, is it, I mean, obviously once you master it, is it like, was it take you a while to kind of master the, the process? Yeah, absolutely. Um, it was a learning curve, you know, um, it, you have to, you have to have perfect timing with how long you churn it with the liquid nitrogen. You can get it too hard sometimes, um, or you can get it too soft very easily. So it took me a while to kind of get that perfect technique to yeah. where I'm at right now. But once you get it dialed in, then uh, it runs like clock, clockwork. Does it change? Um, I've, when I was talking with Travis um, from Black Magic, he mentioned obviously being in the summertime, humidity and all those things. Does that play a factor as well? I know, I know we're not going to have a conversation of chemistry, but does that also like humidity and things like that, like the heat, depending on like the time of the year, does that affect your process of when you're trying to do it? Oh yeah. Well, if my, my OG followers, they, if they remember, like when I first started out, I was actually bringing the waffle iron out to every event and because I wanted to do them, uh, per order because yeah. I wanted to offer like not only a good product, but an actual experience. Like yeah. it is a great experience to actually watch me make the tacos. Mm -hmm. Um, but I, when I was trying to do it in Florida, it would just be too soft. It would end up being too soft. And I had, I would have to bring three chest freezers you know, to have, to have, to be able to do that. I would have one chest freezer that was very cold to make it rock hard ice cream, another freezer to put them in after they were wrapped, because if you put them in the same freezer, they would soften up every other ice cream. So it took, uh, I had to pivot and adjust my strategy. And basically now I time it out to where they're still fresh for the events, but I'm able to wrap them beforehand because it just wasn't feasible trying to make them out in the Florida sun with uh, ice cream because I wanted the consumer to be able to in, enjoy it. So when I was making it to order, yeah. it would just end up being too soft for mm -hmm. him anyways and kind of melting a little bit. Yeah. So no, um, that makes sense. That makes sense. What, um, so you have 10 flavors. Um, tell me a little bit about like how you came up with the, with the different ones. I know you have like the OG, which obviously is like kind of like an homage to the, uh, the original one that was, uh, avail used to be available, no longer available, yeah, which the is old okay. Timer. Yep. yep. And then, uh, and I know you've mixed up and you did a bunch of different ones. What, uh, how did you come up with like your different ones and kind of talk a little bit about the different flavor profiles that you've created? Yeah. Um, I mean, that's probably one of my favorite parts about this, this yeah. job I created, um, I have, I have several uh, recipes, probably closer to maybe like 40 that I just kind of rotate. Like it says on my website, our menus, like a mm -hmm. Florida hur hurricane always yeah. ro rotating and slightly unpredictable. Um, but I mean, I have like a, my typical wheelhouse that, of ones that usually stay around and Saturday morning cartoons is basically turned into like the house taco. Mm -hmm. I think because it's a, a, because it's a beautiful taco, but B it's very nostalgic to people. I try to explain, it's just like eating a bowl of cereal and milk, but in ice cream taco form. Yeah. Um, uh, orange creamsicle, I think, is another one of my favorites because I finished that one with fresh grated frozen orange zest and just like that, 
like that's just part, part of the experience I was kind of talking about, you know, seeing somebody great fresh frozen orange zest onto their taco and, and having that aroma of orange oh, yeah. is really, uh, really impactful. Um, but I, I strive to kind of go outside the box for ice cream flavors a lot. Like, uh, a fat Elvis is another one that I really enjoy. It's peanut butter, banana and bacon, or the monkey business is also a peanut butter, banana coffee one with cinnamon toast crunch that I really like. But I really strive to kind of come up with creative, creative while also being attractive yeah. uh, flavors and tacos. Yeah. And then one of the things that I also love is the fact that you, so you have a lot of them are also kind of a lot of times like it's, you have the toppings, but they're also obviously sometimes there's like a chocolate, there's like a chocolate or, a van, or you know, different froth, different types of toppings on top, but it's also everything's kind of congeal kind of i guess frozen together or mm -hmm. kind of combined together and like you said it like holds up on one uh you know in a perfect form of every single bite you get everything so you get like the taco uh you get like the the waffle aspect which sometimes is chocolate or or it could be vanilla mm -hmm. um as well as also the ice cream and then the toppings that are all mixed in plus a lot of times there's like a little bit of a chocolate coating or some type of coating on top mm -hmm. to kind of kind of almost vessel it all together mm -hmm. um which is great that's awesome, man. I, I absolutely love what you've uh, what you've created. And then, how difficult is it when you're traveling and doing? Because obviously, since you've you've kind of shifted and you have like everything with the the cases and all that stuff, um, having power and all those things. Like, how how is all that to kind of keep all those frozen freezers, all the freezers cold and all that stuff? Like, how are you generating all that? Like, how you, how did you figure out or that process? Because um, that's kind of you know, I know you have a trailer, you bring everything, but how does all that work? So I, I do have, I, I basically have three options I could do. I could either hook up to somebody's power, um, which I don't very, I don't do very often. My main source that I usually do is battery power. Um, just cause I don't want to, I, I try not to burn any gas and it's also cheaper. So basically I have a Marine battery that's hooked up to an inverter, um, which can power only one single chest freezer mm -hmm. so if it's an event that i'm i can get by with uh, having one single chest freezer then i'll just have it on battery power uh but for the larger events i i need to use uh, generator power so uh, i'll pull out the generator for those uh, larger events but i really try to um do battery power as much as possible because it is super uh, super convenient for me um and it's, it's just also a greener option yeah what what would you say is your recipe, I guess, your recipe for success? Like, what do you think has been your recipe for success um, through the time that you've done this? Because you started you started in 2020, 2020 or 2021? Uh, 2021. Okay. Yeah, I was open in uh, April of 2021. And you, and you pretty much do, you're constantly doing events. I see you everywhere doing events. Mm -hmm. So what would you say has been your, um, your I guess, your recipe for success um, so far since you've been doing this? Um, I think that... A big part of it is strong branding. Uh, I made a, a good choice in uh, invested in somebody that was good with uh, designing logos. I just gave them a simple uh, design that me and one of my buddies, my buddy uh, made up for me. And my buddy Matt with Headstash Studios whipped up the nice logo that I have. And I get several, yeah, I get compliments on it all the time. Um, so I, strong branding is, is definitely important. But I think in at least in my case is not 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 creating like a product that's not like gimmicky but it yeah. actually works like yeah ice cream this this product is a solving the problem of ice cream being messy or just impractical eating it out of the cone yeah. 
you know, like there's some concepts that try to like latch onto like a gimmick that don't really work. Like, do you remember the trend for uh, pizza pizza cones? Oh, well, I was gonna say the new chicken cone. That's like the yeah, newest thing. Yeah, right now no, going I, uh, um, I mean, good for them, but I don't get it. Yeah, <laughs> it, no, I get it. I totally. I mean, I get, I get, I get the idea that it's ooh fun to be in a cone, but I also understand like oh like. That's just like, you're right. I, I, you basically almost, a lot of times what I end up doing, obviously with a cone, um, I'm not a cone. I, I like cones, but I don't like cones. Mm-hmm. So I will, I will say that if I go to an ice cream shop and I get a cone, I will most likely start doing the whole ice cream licking cone thing. And then I get to a point where I don't want to do it anymore. So I grab a cup mm-hmm. and I literally invert it back. And then I grab a spoon and then I just stab the hell out of it yeah. until I break up all those waffle pieces mm-hmm. or sugar cone so that I can then do what you're saying, which is eat it. Listen, all, handheld food is the greatest. Yeah. I, I will, I will go to, I will go to battle with anyone that handheld food is the greatest. I love sandwiches. I hot dogs, pizza, everything mm-hmm. handheld. Choco, I love tacos. You know, tacos. Tacos. Exactly. Yeah. All those things are awesome. I love handheld foods. It's like, which is, which is what I like about it. And I love the fact that you can, you can do that. Um, when you do in a market and do an event, you can actually, you know, kind of walk around and it's not like I have to grab a fork and knife and do all that. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's one of the things that I absolutely think is, is amazing on that. Um, let's talk a little bit about building community and events. Mm-hmm. So, um, you're, you're doing chilling tacos full time. Um, I, yeah. And I also do, uh, I work at chicken as well, like on okay. the side, you know, they, that's they, awesome. yeah, they're, like I said, they're, they're great mentors for me and, and are very flexible with my schedule. So I just kind of, uh, work in between there so i'm really fortunate i can just skateboard to work uh i, I have a great i have, I have a great i life. love it so how tell me a little bit about like a time your like a timeline idea um, and i know i talk about we'll talk about community and events and stuff like that but i'm kind of curious like timeline wise how does it work because you're doing how many mark how many events are you doing usually about a week right now uh usually averages like about two but like i've i mean last week i have i had six of them so yeah you know so, it all just all depends and when you do that, how does it, how, how do you set up your timetable for that? Because obviously you gotta, you gotta prep them mm-hmm. and obviously you gotta, and you're, and you're prepping a variety of flavors. So it's mm-hmm. not like you're, it's not like you gotta do like, okay, I gotta do a bunch of these and do that. How have you, have you, I mean, I know in your time, have you kind of mastered or figured out like how many I need to bring? Mm-hmm. Uh, like you kind of have like, okay, this is usually my go-to now when I do an event, this is my go-to number larger events I do this many mm-hmm. um and then are how how often are you prepping in advance well that that is the great thing about ice cream is like itself it is a frozen mm-hmm. product that has a great shelf life um so with my liquid nitrogen I, I pick up uh 50 liters at a time in a 50 liter tank and a 50 liter tank will let me run 10 gallons of uh, ice cream oh, wow. okay so I think that's about 400 or so tacos and it's the nitrogen itself does have a shelf life. It's a, it is, it's boiling, uh, boiling mm-hmm. liquid nitrogen inside. So I kind of run through my tank in about, uh, three days, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll run, uh, three gallons every night. Uh, and it is kind of like a juggle of like freezer space and being able to have, yeah. I, I have, uh, I have, uh, seven chest freezers, um, Wow. And, uh, yeah, I, I keep, I keep, uh, some of them at home when they're uh-huh. not in use, but, uh, bless my heart. My wife is, is at her wits end, but, uh, uh, she's, she's been very patient with me and my chest freezers. Um, but the, 
aspect of that is really nice to have it um, on hand and not worry about it going bad. The wrapping of the ice cream, basically I do that. Um, I try to do that as close as possible to the event, usually like the night before or like two nights before, uh, just to kind of have that perfect balance of the shell still being crisp. Um, and then also not falling apart because it was too fresh. Cause if you, if I also started noticing if, if I was making them like to order, the shell was a little too crunchy and it okay. would kind of fall apart, you know, like, you know, nobody wants to have a taco that falls apart. So, um, the balance of being able to like make, make them a uh, fresh product kind of took a little bit, but now it's, just cruising it's yeah. it's simple for me now because i was going to say the other element of it is when you're adding things like cereal and things like that those things become um there there is a level of like from when it goes from it being like kind of almost like crispy or crunchy mm -hmm. type at atmosphere to the fact that it just becomes chewy mm -hmm. and not to the favor you know not to the element of what you want almost kind of like how a taco would be right like it, you want either you want a fresh kind of fresh you know hard taco versus it being a kind of stale hard taco mm -hmm. um then it becomes chewy and it's like it's kind of not as uh not as good of an experience. Yeah. So that's awesome. What about, so let's talk, let's go back to the, as, the aspect of community. Um, you know, cause obviously you've, you've teamed up. I've seen you, uh, you've, I've seen you team up with two, uh, previous guests of mine and two friends of mine as well. Cholo dogs and black magic pizza. You mm -hmm. guys do best friends Mondays. Tell me a little bit about how that came about and, uh, and then kind of how you guys kind of work that and, and tell people a little bit about what that is. Yeah, um, Jordan came. Jordan from Cholo Dogs kind of approached me and Travis with the idea of doing a, a Best Friends Mondays. So uh, every first Monday of the month, the uh, three of us kind of get together at, at a, a designated location and uh, pop up and uh, serve our food. And it's been really successful so far. We're actually next month we're doing a, uh, a promotion where we're giving out punch cards. And if you get one item from each of us, you're going to get a uh, exclusive sticker. Uh, for free. That's our best friend Monday. Um, yeah. kind of. Cool is that time. something that's going to be available all the time or just for the one event? Um, no, I think, well, I, I told Jordan what I, I would love to do is, um, do one for Halloween next, do like a, a special Halloween themed sticker. And then we'll do like a special uh, Christmas themed sticker for the holidays. So, oh, yeah. um, I think that would be a, a great thing to do. So Heck yeah, I think that's awesome. I love I love that idea. I love the fact that you guys well, and it also kind of works. I mean, it's the whole idea of that camaraderie, the community. But I also think it helps because what you're doing is you guys all help one another out. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like you're promoting the same thing, so it's not just you promoting your your thing. You're all promoting, and then at the same time, you're promoting. You're all going to a venue, so you're kind of helping out with the venue. Mm -hmm. It's a Monday. No one ever wants to cook or cook out cook on a Monday. Mm -hmm. um, as and it's also one of those things. So I I absolutely I think it's a, a phenomenal idea. I love the fact that the three of you guys do it because I see you guys all the time at parking lot party and a variety of other events. Mm -hmm. um, so it just kind of made sense that you guys uh, that you guys were doing that. Oh yeah, um, which I think is 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 great. Um, what's some words of advice? What what advice would you give someone um, you know wanting to start something? Um, I think the my advice that I followed was don't. I mean, every entrepreneur is a risk taker, but I tried to mitigate the level of risk that I uh, took starting it. Uh, I, I started as a pop-up rather than trying to do a brick and mortar or, mm -hmm. or even getting a food truck because I um, wanted to not 
have ex- extensive amount of debt and just have yeah. so much risk that's on the table for everything to go wrong. Um, so I think that people that have a concept that they want to try, uh, they can um, have a business plan that makes it so there's um, less risk involved. So if something does go wrong, um, you're able to pivot and adjust your business plan to where you're not actually just losing everything. Yeah, no, I, I get it. I, uh, that was like the one deal I made with my wife when I started Deli Fresh Drives. I was like, I promise you, I won't, we won't go bankrupt. <laughs> uh, and so I had to, so sometimes it becomes a game where you're kind of playing that, uh, how much risk am I wanting to take and when are you ready to take a risk or, and at least my big thing for me always was like, I wanted to just see how far can I go before I get to that point where I'm ready to take that next step and actually like, I'm going to push now and do this. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's kind of where, where it kind of goes. So yeah, I, I totally, uh, I totally get that. I, I, um, yeah, it, it's, it's, it's amazing to me, like what you've come up with, what you're doing. I saw that you were, they just like featured you on, on Forbes. Cause obviously everyone is now panicking over something. <laughs> it's amazing because I don't think that many people actually enjoyed, like I will say that I, if 10 out of 10 times, and I think I even posted it on someone, someone wrote it. I was like, I'd much rather have your, you know, your, your taco, ta- oh, yeah. your taco, um, ice cream taco, um, concept than a choco taco. Choco taco is kind of like, I don't know, like a hostess, like a Twinkie. Like it's, it's, it's more of, um, it's kind of more of like a a memorable thing that people remember, Mm -hmm. but like yours is actually like a decadent thing where it's actually has that, you know, it's like, it's step up. This is not like your, your kids, uh, fast food version of it. This is like, Hey, you're actually getting, you're actually going to want to get this and eat this and everyone's going to want it and, Mm -hmm. and enjoy it. So I, I definitely applaud you for, I applaud you for that. I applaud you for the fact that you, um, went and you did your research. Cause I, I tell a lot of people like it's a long journey and I did the same thing. Like when I, when I started mine was like trying to figure things out. I wanted to make sure it was right. Um, I did have a curious question. Does your, does your ice cream taco guy have a name? No, actually I've never even thought of that. Well, so I, I kind of went with chillin tacos because yeah. chillin sounds like Dylan. Yeah. And, uh, my nickname has turned into chill dill. Um, so perhaps that's just, that might be, just, has his name then. That, that yeah, might be probably, yeah. That's Dill. probably, uh, that's probably my, my cartoon uh, yeah. persona. I was just trying to figure Cause like, I mean, that's how I, my guy, my guy became Biggie bread because he's, he's me as bread is how I look at it. And I jokingly tell everyone that's why he's a little bit of a wider piece of bread because I hold more <laughs> meat. Um, if I, and like in a sandwich, like you would want. So, yeah. so I get it. I mean, that's kind of one of the things I love. And I, I think it's, I think it's a phenomenal idea. Your 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 guy, your little guy, the colors, everything is great um, on it. I think you've done a really good job on in branding on Thank branding you. it. Thank you. Um, and I, and it's definitely a great experience. I ha- I have had it. I've I've had it the original way, and I've also had it. You actually, where I actually can just get it from the freezer and eat it. And you're right, it does hold up, mm-hmm. um, which is important, especially in these summer months when it's freaking hot as all God. You know, Absolutely. it's like you're melting, and you just need to eat. You just need as much coldness in your life. Mm-hmm. Um, so I totally get it recipe do you have any i guess any any recipes for success that you would say to someone that you if someone were to be like hey i want to start something not just um obviously you know like start something in general but i'm talking about like i want to start like a a food business or something like that where i'm actually doing events what's a what's your recipe for success would you say um i mean i i think having like a a reliable team um for sure 
I'm fortunate enough to where I'm pretty much able to do everything by myself. And really the only help now that I get is from my wife, but she's all, she's also a business owner herself. Uh, shout out Orlando private yoga. Oh, um, nice. Okay. So, but with her help, it's been uh, possible for me to be able to do uh, a lot of events and be able to, well, I just, I just don't pay her. Yeah. So uh, I get that. I, I, I just free keep, labor. I, exactly. Mm-hmm. It's a labor of love. So mm-hmm. I, I keep I keep that money to reinvest into the business. Heck yeah. So um, unfortunately, not everybody has that privilege. But if you're able to have like a strong network and yeah. and reliable people, um, that would that's really going to help your business. She's so good at talking. She's I think she's better at talking to the customers than I am. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I love I'm 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 pretty. Uh, friendly guy, yeah. you know, I, 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 uh, carry on with people, but there's just sometimes where I'm, I don't know, I still self-conscious sometimes about, uh, you know, my, my business and stuff. And sometimes I just, I don't have like the best thing to say to people or, um, but just watching her, uh, talk to customers and stuff, she carries that same enthusiasm as I do. So being able to find people and partnering with people like that, uh, really will help. I think your business go a lot further. And you may have another. You may have other recipes, but uh, items. But I'm just kind of curious. When you do events, I have seen both of you, but I've also seen you a lot. So, like, how often is it mostly just you by yourself running the doing the event? Um, I would probably say like around seventy percent or so. Okay. Um, she's 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 usually available to help me out on the weekends, which is awesome because that's usually when my my bigger events yep. are. Um, but like whenever she's not available, I'll just. Uh, I'll just, I'll just try it. I'll just make it work. You know, um, it's, it's fairly simpler for me to work, uh, work this, uh, by myself compared to a lot of other food concepts. It's impossible for some people, you know, to just run a truck by themselves. You just simply can't. Um, but fortunately, um, a lot of it's ready to be served. Um, what, whatever isn't is finishing touches are simple to be done. Um, so Yeah. Yeah, and it definitely it definitely makes life. And plus, you have like the whole idea of that that community aspect, where other small businesses will be like, "Hey, can you help me out with this? I need help with like, you know, helping me out with my tent or whatever it is, or can you do this or mm-hmm. whatever?" Like everyone's always available to help one another when it comes to those things. So I totally, uh, I totally get that. And uh, and I, I think it's yeah, man, it's it's super cool what you've uh, you know what it is that you've what you've done and uh, and like. I just, I just think it's amazing. I, I love the, I love, I love what you've kind of been able to create and the fact, have you like thought of, I know obviously you're a year, you're a year into this um, and you're doing a lot of events. I love the fact that, you know, once again, it goes back to the marketing aspect. I know that you do um, like you people can buy like the packs, like the, the, like almost like a pack of tacos, almost kind of like a box of tacos. I know that you'll do some in some areas will even do drop offs. Mm-hmm. Um, I know you have like a pickup sometimes like a pickup spot, like mm-hmm. a kind of thing like that. What, um, as you keep progressing is like the thought process, like, um, going and doing like being in like certain places, like almost like uh, kind of like in, in freezer sections of certain like places. Is that kind of like a concept that you're thinking of or like what, what's your next, uh, like as, as you continue growing? I mean, obviously you're, you, once you, you're, you're mastering what you're doing and doing events, but like, what do you have an idea of what your next steps will be? Yeah. I mean, I've, when I started this business, my 10 year plan was to be on city walk. Okay. Um, that's, that's my big picture plan. I think that the concept is strong enough and, mm-hmm. and, uh, unique enough that I think it would thrive there. Yeah. Um, close, closer goals. Uh, 
I think that I, I would like to have this concept franchise. I think it's a very franchisable concept. Mm-hmm. So to get to that point, I would need to have at least three locations. So uh, I think my next my next major uh, business move would to be get actual ice cream truck. Um, so that's kind of what I'm I'm keeping an eye out for. Just looking for uh, kind of the, the right one. I'm going I'm going between either getting a new build of like a sprinter van or something or getting like a really cool nostalgic looking kind of yep. ice cream truck. I know a buddy of mine who did one and he bought it on he bought it on eBay. He bought Ooh. his first one. He bought it on eBay for ten thousand dollars. And uh and he does like soft serve and then he does like the the novelty ice cream type nice. thing. So yeah, I, d- I definitely know what you mean. Like that's like a great like a you know, that nostalgic if you can kind of do that aspect, yeah, that's like that would be awesome to mm-hmm. be able to do um, I think that's a fun concept to be able to go that route. Cause my thought process was like, that would be like, okay, doing like a truck. Cause then that way you can just roll in mm-hmm. it make it a heck of a lot easier. You're generate, you're already doing everything. You don't have to wheel everything. Cause yeah. I've seen you having to wheel. I mean, I granted at the end of the day, it's a probably way easier than mine because you're just rolling. Oh yeah. You're just rolling things <laughs> back into a trailer as opposed to me doing my, my, my nonsense. But um, but yeah, I noticed like that I thought of that. And then I also like thought for you, I don't know why my brain was like, wow, I'm like, he would be great at like certain restaurants or certain places where they sell mm-hmm. like heck, even local re- like Mexican restaurants where you're like, they have like a freezer where you can mm-hmm. then just be, you know, kind of like you're, they hold, they wholesale from you. And they're yeah. basically like for des- you're a, des- you're their dessert option. Yeah. Um, well, I do, some- I do have some at chicken chicken, cool. uh, does sell those. They got four flavor options there, chocolate chunk, cookies and cream, and then uh, coffee caramel, which is exclusive a peanut butter crumble that's exclusive. Oh, I like there. that. I like the idea of the exclusives of yeah. those spots. Yeah, that's those are awesome. two flavors that like you can only get there. And ba- they've been doing really well there. Uh, so if uh, if you're ever craving one and, and, and I'm not doing like a pop-up or you can't get there, you can go always go to Chicken on Mills and yeah. grab some. That's awesome, man. Yeah. That, I mean, I think that that's kind of how I look at it. And then I love the fact that you're thinking, you're thinking in the concept of going that route. And just out of curiosity, I know we're thinking way far ahead, mm-hmm. but I'm just, I'm always intrigued when people start have, cause you, I know you're, you, you're thinking this idea. Mm-hmm. Um, when you open up like your first brick and mortar is the idea to do continue the concept that you currently have where it's like it's frozen, like it's pre kind of packed and you're like maybe finishing touches is happening. Mm-hmm. Um, or is it going to be like kind of like the initial, your initial option, which is like they're going to be, you're going to be making it um, in house mm-hmm. in like in front of someone for the experience. Yeah. I, I, I definitely want to actually deliver the experience of, of people watching me make the product uh, because that's all that all adds to the fun. Um, so I think having a, having a brick and mortar designed kind of like a, assembly line that you can actually watch you know like a, a Krispy Kreme or something mm-hmm. um, and maybe not necessarily have it, watching yours be made because like I said you want to have that perfect balance so where they're not like falling apart from the shell and, and whatnot um, but watching watching us do the dip of the taco and the chocolate and and, and dredging it in those toppings uh, is is gonna be a impactful experience for like the consumer when they do come and visit me and Having a brick and mortar, I I think it would be great to kind of adopt the concept of like Dunkin' Donuts and Baskin Robbins or Kelly and Foxtail have done, and is having like a coffee shop and creamery mm-hmm. because you have two different revenue streams. You have a Correct. morning a morning revenue stream from Correct. coffee, and then the evening time you can sell ice mm-hmm. cream. So I think that that's like a strong strategy that I I um, hope to hopefully find someone to partner with that's uh, good with coffee and be able to execute that idea for sure. Yeah, that's great. I mean, I, I, 
I always love hearing people and like the thought process because like obviously these things don't just happen. Like you you put in the work, but as you're putting in the work, you start kind of visualizing what it is that you want to to be done. Mm-hmm. So I, I definitely think that's uh I, I love it. I I look forward to seeing and, and actually being able to walk into a, a location, either that or opening up a freezer door to go grab one yeah. uh, with your name on it. I, I look forward to that. And I also look forward to seeing what the packaging will look like. <laughs> um, where can people follow and see where you're at and get, you know, and get their, you know, get their ice cream taco experience on? Uh, you can find me on Instagram, uh, Chillin Tacos Ice Cream or uh, our website, Chillin Tacos Ice Cream dot com. Uh, Best Friend Mondays is uh, every first Monday of the month uh with black magic pizza and cholo dogs uh i frequent the orlando parking lot party pretty occasionally mm-hmm. um and if you can't make it out to a pop-up or we're not having one that day you can always go to chicken on mills and get four flavor options that i keep stocked there or order a box and have yeah. some in your freezer and yeah. be able to enjoy it any moment or, or if you're having a party and you want a different alternative I do know that you do weddings, you do yep. parties and all those things. So I, and I think that's, I think, I think that's like a great option for a birthday party. Who doesn't want oh, that? Yeah. I mean, that's like a, it's easy. It's quick. Yep. It's different, especially if you're, if you're doing like a taco night mm-hmm. or something like that, like, and you're having like a fiesta party yep. or Cinco de, Cinco de Mayo and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. I think that's awesome. We've been, we've been very popular in the, in the wedding segment. People who are looking for something more unique different. than like, yeah. I mean, I personally don't really care for cake. I never yeah. really have. The best yeah. cake I had at a wedding was a vegan cake. Okay. So, um, people want something unique and mm-hmm. eye catching at their wedding. And, and we've been fortunate enough to, to, um, trending uh, pretty well in that market. So I'm happy for that. Dude, I'm super excited for you guys. I'm super excited for you. Thank I, you, I, I love you. when I saw the concept, I was like, man, this is great. I love, I love what you're, what you're creating. Um, I have many, it's funny cause I always have like, I can visualize certain things and I can totally see like even old school, like, um, kind of like the old school ice cream cart people like mm-hmm. that have like, just like the freezer with the bikes or whatever. And yeah. like, I could totally just like, I, I visualize all of this, yeah. well, as, I mean, like, uh, you know, kind of like the, the, even like for like, as you grow, cause I feel like, I feel like for in many ways, the way I look at it for you is that I see like obviously it's just you, but I see you kind of going and your version of franchising will probably be at least my thought process is you be able to have smaller versions of what you're currently doing a more like where you're a more mobile version of it, mm-hmm. where you're able to then do more events like mm-hmm. this, which then grows. And then from the growing aspect then goes to other things. Yep. Um, so I'm super excited for you, man. I, I think it's a, I think it's great. I think it's a, I, I love, I love when people come up with different ways of turning things on its side and, uh, and taking a bite out of it. So, mm-hmm. uh, I definitely appreciate, um, everything that you're doing and, uh, and I really appreciate you taking, uh, taking time for uh, having a lunch break with me. Absolutely, man. Thank you for having me, Anthony. Awesome, man. Well, that's our show for today. Thank you so much for D- um, Dylan Tyson for coming in of ice cream of Chillin' Tacos ice cream taqueria. It is a taqueria, so it'll be trade. It, it is trademarked and will become one. I can see it in City Walk uh, in the future. But for now, definitely go make sure to go go check them out. Um, thank you so much for having lunch with me. Definitely make sure to to enjoy one. If you do, I want you to take a take a selfie. Um, and there's a hashtag. What's the hashtag? Say no to cones. Yes. Hashtag say no to cones. Um, if you enjoyed the show, definitely make sure to subscribe, tell your friends, spread it like PB and J. Um, if you want to support me, you can check out my brand, Deli Fresh Threads, do some shopping there. Um, obviously, I'm all about sandwich selfies. Um, thank you. Until next time, keep eating sandwiches and follow your passion. Thanks, everyone. <laughs>